When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jay-Z looks to own a part of the Steelers for a cool $200 million as Antonio Brown removes any doubt about the source of Pittsburgh's biggest problem. Welcome to the Steelers Update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Who needs football? The Steelers are on a major role like few NFL teams ever. Antonio Brown is melting down over frostbitten feet and outlawed helmets in Oakland. Meanwhile, rapper turned big time international entertainment impresario Jay-Z is looking to purchase a piece of the Steelers for a whopping $200 million. Wow. Mind blown. Needless to say, both of these headlines are generating quite the reaction in the Steel City. On Jay-Z, Caustic, Pittsburgh sports radio talk show host Mark Madden had his usual take-no-prisoner's opinion, tweeting tartly, quote, There's a report that Jay-Z will buy a minority interest in the Steelers. Imagine the Roonies in partnership with a former drug dealer. Wow. Unquote. Hey, that's his opinion. But rival radio host Colin Dunlap said Jay-Z's presence in the ownership group would push push Pittsburgh into the modern NFL age, whether some old school fans like it or not. Dunlap tweeted, quote, I hope Jay-Z does buy a stake in the Steelers because he's a great businessman and a success story. He's overcome his past. He'd bring ideas from the entertainment world. All the people already mad at the thought of it would go ballistic if it actually happened. Unquote. Hey, meanwhile, that big Antonio Brown meltdown in Oakland had the national NFL media lamenting the once workaholic receiver who willed his way from a small college and a low round draft pick to become the best pass catcher in the NFL. Where did the old Antonio go? Some were saying. The Browns' nostalgia was summed up by NFL Network's Steelers reporter, Aditi Kinkawala. She picked up on a Rich Eisen radio ramp about the old AB and tweeted this, quote, I remember an undersized underdog AB who never took a practice rep off. 
an AB who took excruciatingly detailed notes, who went to the gym every night at 10, who smiled constantly, an AB whose idiosyncrasies were goofy TD celebrations and odd outfits. Rich Eisen is right. Where is that AB? But the aforementioned Mark Madden was having none of it in Pittsburgh. To, to his credit, Madden was the first who declared the Steelers would never win a Super Bowl with the ego-crazed, money-driven, and stat-hungry Brown. Madden tweeted that Antonio did all that work in order to unleash his out-of-control id on any NFL team dumb enough to believe they could manage him. Here's what Madden tweeted about the real A.B. Quote, this is the real A.B. The real A.B. always peeked out from under that A.B. And it got worse as he got richer and more famous. But that's the problem. A.B. has always told us what he was. And too many people didn't believe him. It sounds like you don't believe him even now. He's not a good guy, unquote. That was Madden's response to Rich Eisen and Aditi Kinkawala looking for that old, more likable, and workaholic A.B. He is not to be found out in Oakland. Most Steelers fans were just overjoyed that Pittsburgh was getting the last laugh on Antonio. It turned that trade for a third-round pick that the Steelers landed from Oakland in return for A.B. into positive Pittsburgh gold. Incidentally, that pick did prove crucial in the Steelers swinging the deal with the Broncos that landed stud linebacker Devin Bush to the team at pick 10 in the 2019 draft. Not bad, guys. Not bad at all. About this, radio personality Andrew Filipponi tweeted triumphantly, quote, Trading Antonio Brown for peanuts was one of the best moves in Steelers history, unquote. And added Tony Grossi on Twitter, quote, If there were a thousand NFL topics for me to ponder right now, Antonio Brown's helmet issue would be 1,001. The Steelers win again, unquote. And Steelers fan Scott said simply as he tweeted right back at Antonio, quote, the Steelers organization has never looked smarter, unquote. Fellow fan R.J. Bobbish gave proper Pittsburgh credit to the once put upon Mike Tomlin for deftly handling Antonio's delicate, delicate ego for as long as he did, tweeting, quote, Kudos to Mike Tomlin for dealing with A.B. all these years. That takes some strong character and composure to deal with that headache. Obviously, the Steelers weren't the problem, L-O-L. I say, well said, everyone. Now, my take on all this is follows. After an off-season of bad-mouthing from national radio sports media types who were highly critical of Coach Mike Tomlin and quarterback Ben Roethlisberger for their 
fractured relationship with the disgruntled receiver Antonio Brown, the tables have turned big time. Antonio Brown removed any doubt about who was the major problem in Pittsburgh. It was Mr. Big Chest all along. And now that AB's bad attitude has been exposed by HBO's cameras, which have been filming Raiders training camp, all the world now knows the truth. Brown, that once hardworking receiver from the small college who diligently turned himself into a Steelers star, had let his unchecked ego run wild. He's now more money hungry than he is hungering for a Super Bowl. As a result, Tomlin, who took all that heat, first for his special treatment of Antonio, then for last season's locker room busting blow up by Brown, he is now seen as a genius for keeping the lid on Antonio for as long as he did, giving the Steelers as much out of Antonio as they possibly could get. And Roethlisberger, who many in the national media threw under the bus for supposedly not treating Antonio as an equal teammate and offensive co-star, now has complete freedom to spread the football around across the offense. And that is something that could improve Big Ben's game and limit his bugaboo of too many interceptions, many of which were thrown as he was forcing the ball to a constantly chirping Brown who wanted all those stats to justify busting his Steelers contract and going out on the market for more money. And that third round draft pick that the the Steelers brass picked up in return for Brown At the time, it was seen as chump change. Now it's considered a king's ransom. It's just desserts for Brown and a rich reward for the Steelers. But the ones really eating the crow are Raiders coach John Rudin and general manager Mike Mayock. Mayock finally laid down the law to Brown this week, telling him either you are in or you are out. As of Tuesday, Gruden reported that Brown did participate in a Raiders practice, and he even wore a league-certified helmet. But it was one of Brown's few practices so far this preseason, and it is a very small victory. Make no mistake, Antonio is just getting warmed up as far as his team-busting, coach-breaking stunts out there in Oakland. What was that Mark Twain once said about a fool opening his mouth and removing all doubt? Well, that's the case with Antonio. And in the process, he vindicated the Steelers, their coach and their quarterback, all those people that he vilified on his way out of Pittsburgh. The Steelers never did have a locker room problem. The team suffered from an Antonio Brown problem. And now that problem is gone. My, what a couple of months and a few high-profile A-B implosions can do for a team's image, both here in Pittsburgh and out there in Oakland. But that isn't the only Steelers victory before the 2019 season even begins. If reports are accurate, one-time drug dealer turned rapper turned entertainment entrepreneur Jay-Z could be buying into an ownership stake with the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Talk about changing the staid Steelers image cultivated by decades of low-key tending by the tradition-steeped Steelers owners, the Rooney family. This would not be your father's Pittsburgh Steelers. But that change could be a good thing when it comes to winning and making the huge transition that is looming when Ben Roethlisberger finally hangs up his cleats. The Steelers were already looking for a new minority part owner after hedge fund billionaire and Pittsburgh native David Tepper purchased the Carolina Panthers and thus had to relinquish his long-standing Steelers stake. This left room for another deep-pocketed person to come in and pony up as much as $200 million for a piece of the team. And it is one of the NFL's most historic franchises. Since 1933, that franchise has been under the care of the very conservative, very humble Rooney family. In what would be a major break with that tradition, and perhaps a refreshing change of pace in Pittsburgh, Jay-Z is reportedly in talk to take as much as a 5% ownership stake with the Steelers. The move comes as the rapper recently announced an entertainment partnership with the NFL. It So it makes sense. The NFL was looking to men's Fences with all those young fans who idolized former NFL QB Colin Kaepernick and his national anthem kneeling stand for racial equality and against police shootings of minority suspects. According to those reports, Jay-Z's deal for the Steelers' stake, which could cost up to $200 million, would make one Sean Jay-Z Carter the largest percentage African-American owner of an NFL team ever. Unbelievable. And let's see if these reports bear out. As for all this and where it leaves the Steelers as they enter a still uncertain 2019 season, here's how I see it. The abrupt turn in the Brown saga has clearly vindicated Tomlin and Roethlisberger. And so does it vindicate the decision of Art Rooney II to stick with his long-tenured coach, despite Tomlin not winning a Super Bowl since February 2009, even with all that talent? It's been reported that the Steelers group of minority owners who were once content to let the Roonies run the Steelers as they saw fit, were divided on keeping both Tomlin and general manager Kevin Colbert in light of the lack of success in the playoffs of late. The result was a rare compromise and a break with Steelers' long-standing tradition. It was announced at the start of training camp that Tomlin would not get his customary two-year contract extension as he entered his last season under the old deal. He got just a one-year addition with an option for a second year. And Colbert would get nothing, no extension to his contract expiring in March 2020. Instead, the GM, is who is in his early 60s, will take it year to year. Colbert said this was his decision, but that sounds like window dressing. 
the group of Steelers part owners, some of whom hail from Hollywood and corporate commerce, are a bunch who are accustomed to winning at everything in life. The fact that the Steelers, long a symbol of Super Bowl success, have seen the team's six Lombardies equaled by the New England Patriots clearly isn't sitting well with this group. They are becoming more vocal in pushing the Roonies to change some long-standing family tradition in terms of how they tend in light of the lack of success in the playoffs of late. The result was a rare compromise and a break with Steelers' long-standing tradition. It was announced at the start of training camp that Tomlin would not get his customary two-year contract extension as he entered his last season under the old deal. He got just a one-year addition with an option for a second year. And Colbert would get nothing, no extension to his contract expiring in March 2020. Instead, the GM, is who is in his early 60s, will take it year to year. Colbert said this was his decision, but that sounds like window dressing. The group of Steelers part owners, some of whom hail from Hollywood and corporate commerce, are a bunch who are accustomed to winning at everything in life. The fact that the Steelers, long a symbol of Super Bowl success, have seen the team's six Lombardies equaled by the New England Patriots clearly isn't sitting well with this group. They are becoming more vocal in pushing the Roonies to change some long-standing family tradition in terms of how they tend to the team. And if the Jay-Z reports turn out to be true, this pressure to win now will only increase. In many ways, this is a good thing, especially as the Steelers face that huge uncertainty after Big Ben finally hangs it up. The collective Steelers ownership will want a bona fide franchise quarterback to take over the team. It will not stand for the two decades of mostly mediocre quarterback play that stood during the time after Pittsburgh's Terry Bradshaw retired. 